<laughs> I'm your host, Octavius A. Newman, Detective Octavius A. Newman. I'm a geek culture philosopher, and I'm here with my co-host, Adam. Just barely made it. <laughs> I did. Just barely made it. <sighs> I wanted to compliment you on Tetris. your red jumpsuit and your uh, your sandals. Commitment you, to the role. Looking good. Commitment to the role. Yeah, you were on the ultimate come up. Come up from the underground. Come up. Um, yeah. Hated that intro. That was terrifying. I'm, I'm happy. It was to, like the uh, opposite of ASMR. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, I'm supposed to be getting relaxed, ain't I? I'm getting upset. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and I, I also thought uh, maybe, maybe we would be on the same wavelength. Mm-hmm. I thought maybe the J today will be Jeremiah 1111. I just, but in, it's we, we Adam, went different directions. Adam jumpsuit tetris. <laughs> <laughs> I'll take it. It's fine. I'll take Adam it. Adam jumpsuit tetris. That's right. Here the we internet, are. Internet. We're here to talk about us. Mm-hmm. Jordan Peele's second film that has just been released, mm-hmm. breaking all types of records, doing well at the box office. Number one at the box office. No, is that right? Yeah. 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 And we are going to have our spoiler movie review. For us. So, internet, there's a lot to spoil. Yeah. We, we letting you know right now. Mm-hmm. Leave now or forever be spoiled. That's right. There is no non-spoiler review happening. We're warning you now. If you have not seen us, we encourage you greatly. Please go watch us and then come right back and listen to this movie review. Mm-hmm. But should you con- should you choose to continue, you are welcome to be a part of the Junto as we talk about, discuss, dialogue, break down, you know, us. Yeah. Yeah, this is one of those movies, one of those experiences, you know, especially if you were a fan of Get Out and you are excited for the follow-up. I don't want to take it from you. I don't want to rob that experience from mm-hmm. you. So if you haven't seen the film, do yourself a favor. Walk away from the podcast. Put it on pause. It'll save your position. Go see the movie. The yeah, next we'll screening. We'll hold your spot in line. We'll, we'll hold just... your spot in line. I got a, a a thing of raisinets for you, drizzled on top of some hot buttery popcorn. Weird thing is, we saw that. Yeah, we did. That was my <laughs> that was my doppelganger. Yeah. Oh, oh no! He, we all in the same thing. He missed you. Hang outside, doppelgang outside. Don't mm. come out the house. Because the spoilers are in here. Yeah. Um. So we we don't want to spoil it too much for you. So we're gonna put that wall up early. Sometimes yes. we just shoot the shit for a while, but we're going to put it up early yes. and just dive right into it. That's right. All right. So that wall's going up. Three, two, one. Spoilers. It is a, your fault. It's your fault. If you continue and you get spoiled, we done told you. Mm-hmm. Now. If, it, yeah. If you're on the other side, you know what this means. You walked into that spooky house where you can find yourself. Mm-hmm. You pushed that door aside. Yeah. You found a stairwell. You went down the stairwell. By you're your in, own choice. But you're in like a boiler room now. You picked right? this. And then you make your way through that boiler room and you have what? Like a crowbar or something. And then uh, you, you a go. A poker. A poker. That's right. For the, the fireplace. Mm-hmm. And then you open up another door. And what do you see? An escalator. 
and you go down that escalator, and you're you're coming down the escalator now. Mm-hmm. You're headed toward the spoilers. You know what this is, and where are you now? That's a great question. <laughs> I, we're not totally <laughs> not, sure. We're going not quite. We're going to work on that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So let's talk rabbits about rabbits everywhere. <laughs> we're talk, let's talk about this. We're talking about the movie Us. Let's go gut reactions. What do you got, Adam? Coming out of the theater, first thoughts, first couple sentences. Mm-hmm. What do you got reactions? Gut reaction. I need time to process this. That is my gut reaction. Mm-hmm. I had a lot of feelings. I had a lot of thoughts. I enjoyed it. I was confused. I wanted more time to savor some of those tastes. I wanted more time to try to explore some of those questions. So all together, mm-hmm. I, on my mind, my gut reaction was, I need time to process this. In fact, we took time. We, we both saw the movie twice Yes, before doing this show. So that's my gut reaction. It was the first feeling I had. What, what was your gut reaction? My gut reaction is I am unsatisfied. Mm. That's your gut. Unsatisfied. Gotcha. That's, you know, without getting too much into the details, mm-hmm. that's what I walked away with. Kind of like, wait, I thought this was a, thought this was a like, nine-course movie, nine-course meal. Mm-hmm. I thought we were getting dessert. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I thought, yeah, there, sure. was, thought there was, there's more, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So let's get into IMDb and see what they talk about in here. Well, let me ask you, uh, okay, go ahead. J- just off the top, so we can sort of map out a trajectory here. Uh, since you've seen it again, has yes. your gut reaction changed? My gut reaction changed or well, my feeling has, about it? Has your feeling about the movie changed? Yeah. I has think it that's... Developed? So it's developed more, mm-hmm. but it's become... It hasn't changed. It's just become more thorough. Gotcha. Gotcha. You know? Yeah. It's a more... It's a more... Well, it's not a gut reaction anymore. Yeah. It's more of a... Okay, yep. I I know I think I know where I stand on this. Where yeah. at first I was kind of like is this what I got to see that again. I I feel like I missed something. Yeah. And then to watch it again and go, "No, no. I was yep. Gotcha. This just solidified more what I thought mm-hmm. and and the things that I went to check back on to make sure it was really there and make sure I saw what I thought I saw and it was what I thought I was. Yeah. It's like, "No, I was right the first time." I see. You know? Uh-huh. Yeah. I see. Okay. What, about, what about you on the this, this second watch? Yeah, I, the second watch, I think, was an integral for me. Um, I I knew I wanted to see the movie a second time, mm-hmm. which, in my opinion, is immediately a good thing. Because a movie that I did not enjoy, I don't need to see again. Right. I'm not even thinking, you know what? I want to double dip so I can work it out. No, no, no. I'm, I'm done. We're mm-hmm. good. Mm-hmm. So I already knew that much. And uh, when I saw the second viewing... I enjoyed it a lot more, and we can get into that a little bit from now. But let's do the IMDb thing. Let's break down what this movie is, what it's about. We know that if you're listening to this right now, you've seen the movie. Otherwise, why would you be here? But we still want to offer some context, I think. So let's break it down. So this is what IMDb says. This is the, <laughs> this is the breakdown. A family serenity turns to chaos when a group of doppelgangers begins to terrorize them. That's it. <laughs> that's, that's it. That's all they got. 
Now, there's a dude in here named Black Jesus who got another review. Oh. You want to hear what Black Jesus has to say? I do. In order to get away from their busy lives, the Wilson family takes a vacation to Santa Cruz, California, with the plan of spending time with their families, the Tyrell family, the Tyler family. Mm. On a day at the beach, their young son, Jason, almost wanders off, causing his mother, Adelaide, to become protective of her family. That night... Four mysterious people break in Adelaide's childhood home where they're staying. The family is shocked to find out that the intruders look and talk like them. No, they don't. That's incorrect, Black Jesus. Hmm. Um, only with grotesque appearances. Black Je- that is comprehensive, but it may be not accurate. It's not accurate. Yeah. So okay. let's, let's get into a little bit about... Well, who is Black Jesus? This is some guy who put a, put the like the you you go on IMDb you, you go just read it you just reading summaries written by anybody. It says yeah, <laughs> actually it's like what's the plot of this movie? Like look, I can go in here hit the plus button, bam, add a plot. This drone crazy, and then <laughs> you know what I mean. That's the, that's what I think the plot's about. I'd be like Black Jesus, who are you? And Black Jesus would say, "We're Americans," right. Exactly. And that's where we're at right now. So here's what we got. Director Jordan Peele, written by Jordan Peele, produced by Jordan Peele. Uh-huh. Trifecta, directed by Jordan Peele, produced by Jordan Peele, written by Jordan Peele. He mm-hmm. did the damn thing. Mm-hmm. And this is his second movie following Get Out. Yes. Which I would say was a cultural uh, a bomb. It was a, it was a masterpiece as far as a film goes, in my opinion. Made a shitload of money. Yeah, and and it's an excellent movie. I think it took, took like twenty to make. They made seventy some. Yeah, so it's already over tripled their money, which is what a movie looks to do in the first week, mm-hmm. which is great. Yeah, um, us is a a horror movie that centers on a black family. And not just a black family, but I think it could be noted a dark-skinned black family. Accurate. So these are big <laughs> things happening in a a, uh, a mainstream, hugely popular release. Big things going in the cinema. Lupita is there. Winston Duke is there. Elizabeth Moss didn't know she'd be there, but she was there. Mm-hmm. Tim Heidecker representing Philadelphia. Uh, that's we, Tim and Eric. That's right, Tim and Eric. No, we I had. Uh, I've seen that mo- that show. You've never seen the show? I don't think so. Uh, he gave you a taste in the movie. His, his mm-hmm. silly ass, mm-hmm. you know, he, he gave you a taste. Mm-hmm. Uh, we have, uh, I think the debut, I cannot be sure, Shahadi Wright Joseph as Zora, the daughter, and Evan Alex as Jason, the son. Yes. Uh, and then uh, lots of other folks up in the film. But it, that's our core cast. Right. Some of the records that this movie has broken. So it says the Us movie opens with a monster 70.2 million. And what that really means is best opening ever for an original horror movie. Mm. Third best horror opening of all time. Best opening of a, lar- of a live action original film since 2009's Avatar. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. I see. Well, that's that's a big deal. Yeah. Because Avatar was uh um there was, there was blue people and we it took us a little while and now we have black people. We had to do the blue people first. Gotta start somewhere. Blueface was in that. Blueface baby. Yeah. Yeah. I was a bad idea. I shouldn't have summoned him. I shouldn't have summoned Yo, him. Yo, what's up with this boy, man? How come he can't stay on the beat? What's up with him? No, nah, not even on his <laughs> own. Yeah. On his own song. <laughs> it's, like, <laughs> it's like he's running to catch a bus constantly. <laughs> like the beat left. He's like, hold on, hold on, hold on. Wait, 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 wait. Let me, let me see your bus down. <laughs> what? It's wrong. Everybody just Google Blueface Tatiana. Y'all know what it is. Yeah, well, I guess. 
I don't uh, know. Blueface ain't got nothing on these cheeseburgers. Uh, yeah, it's where we're at. Bronson comes in every now and then as well. Uh, uh-huh. So we, we, we have to talk a little bit about what's going on in us, and we can talk about, I think, two things. There are like two buckets in my mind. One, the plot, the movie, the things that actually happen in the movie itself. And two, the, uh, let's call it, pressure or expectation of this being the second movie by Jordan Peele, the, the follow-up to Get Out. Um, I, I get where you're going there. Mm-hmm. However, I kind of want to like talk about what I like about the movie no, first. Yeah. yeah, let's just do You know it. what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, I want to say, hey, here's what I liked. Yeah. And then I directly, and I think we can get into the stuff you're talking about, because that's going to start taking me into, okay, well, how do I feel? But when we start talking about the story, that's when I'm going to start getting into, okay, this is what Expectations, I have. Expectations, yeah. what you thought you were getting, that right. kind of thing. Yeah. Is that cool? Yeah, 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 absolutely. So when I go to this movie, super excited to see it. Mm-hmm. Get Out was amazing. That movie is an A to me. You know what I mean? That's one of the best movies I've ever seen. Mm-hmm. That's on my that's on my A list, along with some other movies. You know what I'm saying? And I'm going to say this just to give you perspective: The Matrix is on that list, mm-hmm. so it's over there with that. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It's one of those like, whoa, you got you never seen because you know you meet somebody you never seen The Matrix. Yeah. Oh, come on, you got to have that. Sure. You know, so for me, it's like that. Yeah. So of course, coming into this movie, I also blackout, no media, one trailer. I don't really know what's going on in this movie yeah. intentionally. So I come in trying to like, like met, you know, keep my expectations at bay to a certain extent. Let tell mm-hmm. me your tell me what the movie is about, Jordan. The trailers haven't been telling me, reviews haven't been telling me. You tell me what it's about. Yeah. So I come in ready for greatness. That's what I expect. Mm-hmm. I expect quality. I expect excellence. I expect greatness. I expect whatever it is, I expect it to be excellent. Yeah. You know? That's what I'm here to see. So when I go watch this movie, shot beautifully. Yeah. Looks great. Specifically with black folk and dark-skinned black folk, they got us looking right. Yeah. They don't got us out there looking ashy and all the rest of this kind of stuff. Yeah. Um, no, this is a, a specific, uh, um, I'm, I'm going to call it a challenge, but it's a, a specific perspective that is necessary behind the camera. If you don't know what you're doing, if you don't know how to shoot black actors, it's not going to look right. Right. And, and this, this movie is, is visually stunning and it knows exactly what it's doing with its cast. Yes. Yeah. Lupita, she's on the list for an award. She's amazing. I mean, I'm talking about from this performance. Oh, for real. In my mind, she's on a list for an award. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. everyone did a great job acting, mm-hmm. I personally think. Um, there's a lot to like about this movie as far as, like, the suspense and, like, the way Jordan's, like, managing your expectations of what is and isn't going to happen. Is something going to jump out at me? What am I looking at? What am I paying attention to? And all of that stuff, I really like that stuff. Mm -hmm. I really like just kind of going, okay, Jordan, hey, take me. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And in the process, there's a certain level of trust I'm giving myself over to him. Tell me what you want to tell me. Mm -hmm. So that's a lot of the, the positive stuff that off top, I'm like, man, you're you're good at this. I think Jordan Peele very clearly has a knack for making movies, period. 
I think he's really good at making movies. And I think he's kind of creating his own language, his own yeah. style. This is only his second movie. Right. So we can only start drawing patterns now. And it's still early. <clears throat> but he has a good style. I think he's great with this this interesting cadence of horror, like legitimate horror and humor. Right. And it balances well in a way that I thought was paced nicely. Like right. I didn't have tonal whiplash where I'm like, what, what are we doing here? Is it funny or is it scary? Somehow this manages to balance those things nicely. Yes. Not everybody can pull that off. I agree. I was, uh, I was also impressed, I think, just with the way that this is, this is showing us some folks that we've seen in other movies recently. Mm-hmm. Duke, uh, Winston Duke. Mm-hmm. We just saw him play. Mbaku. Right. We. I'm, I'm trying to describe Mbaku. We just saw him play a war leader. Yes. From Wakanda. Yes. A man of few words mm-hmm. who is all like about crushing skulls and letting you know what he what he's all about. You cannot talk. Yeah. And he's that he, guy. He shows a completely different. One side more of word, and I will feed you to my children. I'm a vegetarian. Just kidding. We are vegetarian. <laughs> I I think he did a great job because he he shows us something different. Right. He's you know he's doing his dad jokes. He's like yes. He's dabbing and making his kids embarrassed. Yes. And, you know I think Jordan Peele also has an eye for subverting certain expectations. In that Winston Duke is a big tough dude, mm-hmm. and he was never the hero. Right. Nah. Injured immediately. (laughs) Yeah. You know what I mean? Out of commission immediately. Yeah, yeah. Um, There was a lot to love on screen. I think everybody did a pretty great job with their characters. Right. Even before we see the tethered enter the scene. Let let alone when they get there. And then when the tethered enter the scene, you got to understand, these are the same actors. Especially the young ones. Yikes. Great. Yeah. You know, the physicality of Pluto, mm-hmm. you know, climbing over stuff. It's like the kid transformed. Mm-hmm. He is literally, like, especially, you know, Jason, Pluto. It's mm-hmm. two different people. Like, Jason is this very, like, almost, I'm out of it yeah. kind of little kid. Just kind of like, oh, I don't know, I'm just going to the bathroom. Not oh, interested. I don't know, I'm playing with this magic trick. Oh, he's just kind of just, like, spacey. You know what I mean? Yeah. And when you see Pluto, it's like, that's... That growling and hopping over stuff and like a spider, like a dog, and mm-hmm. it's the same person. Yeah, you know. Yeah, and Lupita, that voice, incredible. The facial expressions, mm-hmm. like she was scary. Yeah, you know. Yeah, she was scary. And and the thing that I really appreciate as as we start getting into the bulk of the plot and the the twists and the turns. I'm appreciative of the fact that the character that she showed us on screen for the entirety of the movie that we thought was the protagonist, the good guy, the hero of the whole thing, had to be a lot of different things all at once and had to slowly peel some of that stuff back. And a lot of that is direction from Jordan Peele, but the weight of that is the performance from Lupita Nyong'o. I mean, it was just like, she was doing three different characters and two, like... I mean, she's she's playing Red, uh-huh. right? She's playing Adelaide. Uh-huh. But Adelaide is playing at being Red, being Adelaide. And there's like a lot of unfolding there that mm-hmm. I think takes, it takes a, a precision and a really certain per, uh, performance from someone that I was just impressed by. Right. Um, I, I enjoy the way this movie made me feel. I, I liked it. I thought it was surprisingly funny. I didn't expect it to be as funny as it was. What about you? Like there's way more humor I than I thought. I wasn't, I wasn't 
blown away by how it's funny, but mm-hmm. I appreciated it. Sure. You know, I thought that it made for good pacing. Yeah. You know, it, but I think the comedy also kind of kept you on your toes in the sense of like, what are you doing? You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Like, what yeah. are you, what are you doing? I don't quite know what's happening here. Yeah. Yeah. Which I guess if you use it right, mm-hmm. is a good tool to keep you kind of off center. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Because at the same time, then you'll come around to another moment where you're like, oh, this is this is serious. Mm-hmm. I think so. And I think, it, you know, the, just the way that the sound design worked, the soundtrack, all of that stuff was really thoughtfully done. It was really well done. It was... Um, it was it was awesome. It was just uh, fun to look at and great to listen to. Um, and we're not even getting into the story elements, which I feel like is the next part. To start yes. talking about, <clears throat> well, now, what the hell did we just watch? Yeah, give me what you got, because I got my thoughts. I'm um, going to take a stab at it. So after we got out of the movie theater the first time, I'm thinking I need to process this, process this, and I'm trying to put things in order and figure out what what do I think literally just happened? What do I think is just a concept? Maybe it's just a symbol. It's just supposed to represent something. A lot of my expectation of this movie was this will be like a get out in that there will be some big cultural commentary somewhere. Okay. And when I got out of the movie, I decided I don't think there's one big cultural commentary, one big point to make, but I think there are a lot of other little things to make. And I need to start, you know, like a paleontologist is looking for dinosaur bones Mm -hmm. and like really carefully like clinking around the dirt and trying to get them Mm -hmm. out of the rock. And then they use a little brush to like brush the dirt off. Right. That's what I'm doing in my brain. I'm like trying to find these clues and brush them off and see if they're anything. And I think the movie is telling me a story about, on its face, about this horrible, terrifying concept in which... People are trapped underground, and the people trapped underground are clones of you and me. Okay. And then one day they come out from underground, okay? And they want to replace us and take their time in the sun on the surface, kill the person that they are doppelgangers of, and live on the surface. It is their time now. Okay, that's scary. Check, check, check. I got it. That's scary. As the story unfolds in the movie, there's more to it. And I had a few more questions, certain scenes and explanations about what's going on. Would give just a little bit of a a detail, just a little bit of the backstory and would tease at something. And so my brain is doing double time thinking, are there things that I've missed? Do I need to see the movie again and start picking up on certain things? Will it make more sense? Is it kind of like watching Sixth Sense and now you know, well, now you know, so you can start seeing it everywhere, you know? And uh, I don't know if that's necessarily the case, but I'm comfortable with it because I enjoyed the experience. I thought it was scary. I thought it was funny. And there's stuff for me to noodle on. So I've been having these conversations with people about what it could be. Maybe this is where he's coming from. Maybe this is about, you know, othering people and the true enemy is, is the true evil is, is you yourself or us. We are our own worst enemy is the pitch I think Jordan Peele used. Um, I'm thinking about the, the fact that this seems like an inversion of Get Out where Get Out was the scariest part about Get Out was people going into the sunken place down. And this is the opposite. People who are down below are coming up 
And that's scary. And I'm thinking, well, that surely that's got to mean something. So I've been doing a lot of work trying to pull that stuff apart. But ultimately, I, mean, I just enjoyed it. I just enjoyed it. And I'm having fun. I think it's chewy. And I'm spending a lot of time chewing on it. But I'm, I'm having fun pulling it apart with people. So I'm, I'm still with it. I can still get it. And I've been reading fucking blogs on blogs on blogs on blogs. You know, everybody's take. <clears throat> I hear what you're everybody's saying. Everybody's take. I hear what you're saying. I'm not with you. Where are you not? I, I, this, is unsat- this is not a satisfying movie. Yeah. And I don't care what you're trying to say. What, what is it that... Can you pinpoint something that would have made it satisfying? If you actually made sense... If your narrative made sense, your na- the narrative of your story does not make sense. Yeah, which part? What's your what what? So when you're not your narrative, the yeah. narrative of the, movie of the movie does not make sense. Right. So step one, I don't know. I don't care what you're trying to say by Wolverine's claws. You know what this is? I'm gonna give it to you like this. I'm gonna mm-hmm. put it like this. Yeah. You may or may not get this reference. Whatever. We gonna find out. We gonna find out. Here's what a lot of people in the Christian culture do. Okay. They go, yada, 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 and they do something that's not excellent. And they go, but the cross, though. Uh Uh-huh. But but, but Jesus. We've had this conversation about Christian music. But it's not good. Uh Uh-huh. I don't care if it's for the Lord or for Jesus or what you were trying to say. Mm -hmm. You didn't say it very well. I don't really care. Mm-hmm. So now I don't care what you were trying to say. Mm-hmm. And that to me is on you. It's not on me to overlook your bad storytelling and your plot holes to try to make sense of what you were trying to say. It's your job to clearly say it mm-hmm. enough that I go, ah, I have enough satisfaction in this sure. that I'm satisfied enough mm-hmm. to be able to move forward, even though I didn't have dessert. Can but you, I'm full. Can you relate this through another movie that might have made you feel the same way? Or maybe a movie that was complicated, but it, it came around, it resolved itself? Because um, we were having conversations after have, the film about the movie Mother. It, it, is that relatable in any way? So... um I'm gonna read. I'm, I'm, let's come back to mother. I want to read some stuff that Jordan Peele said here. Okay, I got some quotes that I've gathered during my Detective Newman work. Yeah, quote from Jordan Peele: "We are our own worst enemy, and that idea created this monster, the tethered. I wanted to fit. I wanted to forge this new mythology that explored our duality and the duality of the characters. I think." What was a fun? Ch- uh, uh, I think what was a fun challenge for actors was finding the connections between the characters and their counterparts. On the broader strokes of things, this movie is about this country. I was stricken with the fact that we are in a time where we fear the other, whether it's the mysterious invader that we think is going to come and kill us, mm-hmm. take our jobs, or the faction that, or or the fiction that we don't live near. Wait, what? Or or the faction that we don't live near that voted a different way than us. We are all pointing the finger, and I wanted to suggest that maybe the monster we really need to look at has our face. Maybe the evil is us. Mm-hmm. Okay? Sure, yeah. So that's Jordan Peele saying what this movie is about. Mm-hmm. Cool. Cool tweets. Uh-huh. But you say you didn't see it. Like... 
in general, you you in general you kind of said those things. Yeah. But the narrative of this movie is we meet this family. This family first thing we see is 1986, right? Mm-hmm. Mother, father, child. They're walking around in the carnival in where? Well, first thing we see is Hands Across America on TV. Pardon me. We see Hands Across America on TV. Commercial for an, an actual event that happened in 1986. That was about that is, trying uh, to help homeless. They were trying to raise like 40-some million. And it only made like $15 million, but right. it cost $15 million to do the fucking campaign. <clears throat> so. Right. A lot of people deride it as like a mess. And I would say just one of those big Hollywood performative activist things. Yeah, yeah. you had to pay $10 or something like that. And you, you get in line hold and hands and chain across the U.S. Yeah, right. Or the world, I should say. Yeah. yeah. So, and when you're zooming in, you see these movies. And mm-hmm. there's a couple movies there. You see The Right Stuff. You see Chud. Mm-hmm. You see The Man with Two Brains. I think Goonies was you in there. Goonies. Yeah. Yeah. And then you see... Uh, Channel 11, and 11 is lit up. Mm-hmm. And then you see, um, like, the, you see that the this character is watching this movie. So mm-hmm. now we're walking with mother, father, daughter, dad seems to be drinking, stuff like that. And I'm going to give it up. There are a lot of Easter eggs in this movie. Mm-hmm. There are a lot of little things that Jordan is doing that are really cool, a la The Matrix Reloaded. Like, ooh, ooh, what's that? What's that? What are we going to do with that? What you going to do with that? So there's a lot of cool stuff like that. Yeah. So when you're seeing the movie a second time and you know that these people are going to come up from underground, you see he goes to play whack-a-mole. Yes. Which is knocking Thank things you. that pop up, knocking them back down. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Second watch. That's dope. The Thriller t-shirt, I think in no small way, is referencing that idea of like the zombie and let alone the zombie version of Michael Jackson, the exact the same. Flip version. The version. Mm-hmm. And also the idea of Michael Jackson being black and then being uh, white. Yeah, sure, there's the duality there. So all, again, a lot of cool stuff. A lot of real geeky stuff. Yeah. Real cool stuff. And I'm going, cool. I can make puns too, though. I didn't come here for you to just show me puns. He's saying it didn't get tied together. I'm, but I'm, I'm trying to walk through to the point where it's like, this is where I get lost, mm-hmm. you know? So that's cool. And I'm also, But I'm also trying to give credit. You know what I'm saying? I'm trying to give credit to the cool things that are there. And then you see my man, you know, Jeremiah 1111. So there's other things, you know. She was scared. You know, she, that, that, you know, that, that, that. Video scared the heck out of her. Just mm-hmm. talking about thriller. Yeah. You know, she has nightmares and yada, 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 right? So um, the Jeremiah eleven eleven thing comes up. So, of course, you do your detective work and you look that up. What is Jeremiah eleven eleven? Therefore, thus says the Lord, behold, I am bringing disaster upon them and they cannot escape. Though they cry to me, I will not listen to them. Mm-hmm. Now, I'm not exactly sure off the top of my head what that's talking about. So I don't even want to try to like... This is what that means. I'm going to break down the theology of that. Mm -hmm. I didn't do any research on that. I wasn't about to open up a concordance about that. I think there's like a literal translation, right? You can just say the disaster upon them is the rise of these mole people, these tethered, these subordinates. I'm talking about like theologically, what does it really mean? Sure. Okay, got you. But um, yeah. So, okay, cool. So now first question is, where does he come from with that? Mm -hmm. Who's this guy? Mm -hmm. What does that mean? Okay, whatever. 
young Adelaide goes into, you know, find yourself, hall of mirrors, starts raining as soon as she walks in. There's a little John that I did uh, uh, find in the second viewing that I appreciated. Uh-huh. In 1986, that was like a kind of uh, appropriative, stereotypical, like uh, Native American man outside. Uh-huh. And then in 2019, in the future, they right. scrapped that and right. changed it to Merlin. Right. Which, and I was like, that is, yeah. Yeah, it's that credit where credit is due because there's a lot of that stereotypical, really appropriative stuff. And then they got to scrap it and they keep the ride around. Yeah. They just make sure that it's not offensive to someone. <laughs> right. Yeah. So young Adelaide walks, starts raining, mm-hmm. right? Key, remember raining. Mm-hmm. She walks in. As she walks in, she's kind of gets a little confused. The owl pops out, whatever, whatever. As she starts Walking around, getting a little lost, she starts whistling. What? Itsy bitsy spider. Yeah. Climbed up the water spout. That's right. Ah, Jordan. Okay, I see what you're doing. All right, the climbing up. Got it. Down came the rain. Washed the spider out. Mm -hmm. Soon as it starts raining, with you. Okay, it's Mm -hmm. raining when you walk in. Cool stuff. Yeah. Really, I'm a geek. I'm into it. Mm -hmm. Right. We see the moment. See the doppelganger. Wide eyes. Then we cut to. Hey, she's, you know, not talking, yada, yada. After watching the movie a second time, we understand at this moment right here, that's actually the doppelganger version. That's, that's right. not the real one. That's right. And the reason why she can't talk is because she doesn't know how, she to. Doesn't know how to talk. N- none of the doppelgangers down below can speak. Right. So the parents are seeing counseling, like encourage her to dance, encourage her to get into art or something like that. Ah, okay. She becomes a dancer at this point. Mm-hmm. I'm following. I'm with you, you know? Mm-hmm. And even when the dad comes out, and the dad's, like, standing there for a while. Mm-hmm. And it's like he's just, and I can imagine he's, like, looking at her, like, you right? Like, you know what I mean? Like, not looking at a second time, is he kind of examining her? Like, yeah. what's going on? Sure. And, the, you know, you got to imagine if I have a daughter, if my daughter just starts acting differently, I'm going to be like, what's going on? And I think the line from her mother is, I want my daughter back. Right. And so that in a very literal way, this is not your daughter. Yes. So, Right. So now we move forward in the story. Mm-hmm. Okay. Feel free to jump in here with any storytelling at any point. If you know, I'm missing anything. Sure. Oh, I think, I think you're on a path. I, I don't want to, I don't want to okay. take you off the path. Right. So we we're so I'm, so now for, I'm, I'm combining first and second watch mm-hmm. and I'm doing the detective work and I'm going, okay, I'm able to follow you. I see what you're doing, Jordan, on the second time. Yeah. You know, they're driving in the car. They're going to Santa Cruz. You know, Monet's on the radio. Right. I like that. They get there. Um, they 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 introduce us. They they show us what's going on. Everybody's in the house mm-hmm. now. There's a theory that I'm gonna talk about. I don't know if I buy it all the way, but there's a theory about Jason. Okay. So first of all, Jason has a mask on all the time. Jason Voorhees. Oh, interesting. Okay, right. Jordan. Cool. Sure. I see that. Interesting. Got sure. that. Yeah. Um, notice Adelaide is not eating any food. She's eating fruit. Mm-hmm. Everybody else is eating food like like normally, but she's eating just fruit. Maybe because she's only eating rabbits and she's not, you know, it was an odd thing. Okay. Whatever. I don't know. I'm I'm pulling for stuff. Yeah, sure, sure. You know, she she tells uh, Jason, eat something. Jason only eats one little thing. Mm-hmm. Runs off, comes back with the little flicker thing. Hey, this is the thing from last year. The magic I don't trick. remember how to do it. Yeah. Why doesn't this kid remember how to do it? You know, have you thought about that? 
You thought yeah. about why can't this kid remember how to do his magic trick from last year? No. I, I, the way that I interpreted that element was that whatever it was that he was doing last year, um, maybe somebody taught him the trick. And, you know, these things are like sleight of hand. Magic tricks are, it's a thing that you have to practice all the time. Right. Or you lose it. Mm -hmm. So it, that made sense to me. And I also kind of thought like, I don't know, some rinky-dink thing, and it probably doesn't even work now. Yes. So I, I didn't even bat an eye. Cool. So whatever. But I, I see you uh, making a suggestion. Though, yeah. So I'm going to hold on to it. Yeah, yeah. Hold on to that. Right. Yeah. And also, he doesn't eat much either. Okay. Yeah. I don't know. I'm just saying. I feel like that's a kid thing. But Maybe. Of course. Mm -hmm. Of course. One more bite. Huh? Take one more bite. Right. One more big bite. Right. Now, we're in the car. They're riding. I got five when it comes on. Yeah. Okay. And then what's this song? And he says like the whole anus thing. Where are you learning these words from? <laughs> now, where are you learning these words from? Okay. He's learning new words. I don't know. I'm just saying. The, do you think there's a possibility that he has mingled with or swapped? I don't know. Interesting. I'm just saying. Okay. You know, again, I'm trying to give the credit for the cool stuff. Like maybe. Right? So I got five on it. Mm -hmm. So I got five on it. So let's talk da, about da. that. So now let's talk what, about that rhythm. We, all right. So when I'm watching the movie, instead of I got five on it, I got five on it. I'm like, <laughs> and I, as a black man, go, yes. whoa, whoa, whoa. What are y'all doing? Uh -huh. And then I go, Jordan, what are you doing? What are you doing? Mm -hmm. She's Something's teaching wrong. him. Something's She's wrong. teaching him. Yeah. I got five on like this. This is the that's the church clap. But that's not how you nod to music. Everybody else is on beat, and she's snapping backwards. She's and I'm like, okay. Again, now you you saw the trailer when it first came out. I forgot it though. Okay. There's been since that trailer came out. There was one element of the trailer that everyone got on the case. Of. And it was that. It was the fact that Lupita, in this movie, in this commercial, is completely missing the rhythm. Mm -hmm. Like, this is, no, that doesn't make sense. Right. And so, I, I think, culturally speaking, every black person who watched that thought, no, uh-uh, right. that, that doesn't work. Right. And I thought about this, and the second time I watched the movie, I thought, oh, that's a very clear signal. Yeah. Something's wrong. Something's off. Mm -hmm. You know? But also, again... Jason, get on rhythm. Mm -hmm. Why she keep talking directly to him? Mm -hmm. She not telling. You know, I don't know. I'm, I'm just pointing out that there's some weird thing between them, right? Sure. They're they're going to the beach, and Winston Duke's character says, "You know, Jason has been feeling weird ever since his mom, since grandma died." Mm -hmm. So, again, something has been off with Jason since this event happened. Sure. You know, they're at the beach. Jason's. The kid, the girl's doing cartwheels. What are you doing? He was um, digging. Digging tunnels. Mm -hmm. What's up? Sure. What's up with this boy? You know what I mean? Yeah. Okay, so that's where all of the signals come in. And, you know, I don't like to talk a lot, Lupita says. And now we watch it a second time. Oh, because ah. she didn't speak. Mm -hmm. You know, I just don't like to talk to people a lot. Jason walks off. He sees the guy doing the T-pose thingy. Mm -hmm. She runs up, don't run away. You know, okay, so all that all that stuff comes together. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? So we can we can handle all of that. Sure. Yeah. Then moving forward in the movie, 
He she she explains what's going on to Winston while Winston's I forget his real name. I'm just calling him Winston. Uh, his name well his the tethered name was Abraham. Uh huh. And his name was Gabe. Gabe. Yeah. Gabe watching the game. You know the score is tied. Eleven eleven. Eleven eleven. So we're seeing eleven eleven. Even the girls are twins. Yes. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So the, the frisbee on the beach it land, lands perfectly on the one circle. Right. Yeah. And now here's another moment. Right. Uh, Adelaide goes in to talk to the son. Mm-hmm. You know, she tells she talks to the daughter. Hey, going to sleep. Oh, oh, this this um this is the piece that another piece. Um, Jason runs to scare his sister, and then runs in the runs into the little closet area. Right, yeah, yeah. puts the ambulance there. Ambulance comes back at the end of the movie. Right, the ambulance is the thing that would save him from. Getting locked in there at the yeah. end of the thing. The ambulance is how they get away. That's right. Cool. Yeah. Cool stuff. I like that stuff. Shout out to you. I mean, I'm just trying to give all the credit. So when I go ham sandwich on what I don't like, it's mm-hmm. not like. Yeah, sure. I I know you wanna you wanna give credit where credit is due. I yeah. get that. I understand. But another that. thing, didn't this happen last year? She says. Remember the daughter goes, Didn't this happen last year? Mm. He got locked in there? I think so. Yeah. Right. So I don't know. What happens there, right? So she has this moment with Jason. You know, stick with me. I'll keep you safe. Mm-hmm. What is that? Jordan, there's nothing in this movie that Jordan is doing by mistake. Yeah. He didn't explain this very clearly, but something's going on between the mother and the son. Sure. You know, look, eleven, eleven on the clock, whatever. So then this is when the doppelgangers get there. Mm-hmm. And this is the part. Where it starts, for me, starts getting really good. Lupita shows up. Red shows up. Yeah, the family is outside, and we have Gabe. He's trying to flex, but that doesn't succeed. Mm -hmm. This is one of the the first times that the movie really surprised me because we encounter the the terror of the movie. We encounter the tethers early, and they stick around. Yeah. And I I don't know about you, but I did not anticipate spending so much time with the tethered because they are in your face often. Mm -hmm. And a lot of times horror movies are like, what, what, did you hear that? What could be there? Right. In the shadows. And people are running from stuff and you don't know if it's around. Mm -hmm. The tethered, once they arrive, they're in your face. They're there, hide a key, blah, blah, blah. They get in the house, you know, it's us, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. So by te- this time, by the way, um, we've also seen Gabe buy a boat because he, you know, is trying to keep up with his friends, yeah. the Tylers. Yeah. And he's also complained about the fact that the Tylers bought a new car. Yeah. And they just had to buy that new car. Yeah. And I think those and things the backup are, generator. That's what. The, so all of this. Right. Compa- so the comparison. Yeah, I'm thinking a lot about the comparison. I'm thinking a lot about the the potential implication about. Social class, yeah, you know what you have, what you've got, you know the the privileged and the uh, the, the less privileged, mm-hmm. that sort of thing. Cool thing about this also is they're a successful black family. Yeah, number one, something that my man Ken pointed out. Um, what's what's Winston's name? Uh, Gabe. Gabe was swimming. Yeah, yeah. And I was like, what? What's the point? He goes, not all black people be swimming like that. Sure. And I was like, huh? Okay. And they're successful. You'll just buy a boat. Sure. So this is a successful black family. This ain't a black okay. family that's like, oh, I hope we got enough money to get us some cornflakes. It's mm-hmm. like they're they're good. They yeah. got and they and this is like a second home. It seems like mm-hmm. you know yeah, what I mean. This is a, a summer home. So 
That's dope. I've seen a lot of praise for the fact that this movie makes the Wilsons an ordinary family. Yes. They are a black family, but they are an ordinary family who is not constantly struggling because of their blackness in the movie. Right. They're just doing great. They're doing well. They look like my family. They're just, Mm -hmm. you know, they're doing what they do. And I think that's significant. Obviously, it is amazing to see black success and, and black greatness when we have a movie like Black Panther and we're seeing literal royalty. Yeah. Right? That's phenomenal. But I think there's a lot of power in seeing this. Like, this, these, these are folks. These are regular folks. Yeah. And they're allowed to be. And also, the thing is, Adelaide didn't flinch when he bought the boat. Yeah. She true. wasn't like, now you know we ain't got money for that. She was just like, oh. Gabe. Your dad. All right. Yeah, let him have it. Is you know he what I mean? serious? Yeah, he's serious. Right. Yeah. So when this monologue happens between Red and Adelaide, mm-hmm. this is where I'm going, okay, this is what's going on. Let me tell you a story about a little girl. Yeah. Her voice is that way because, you know, we know now, second watch, her voice was crushed. Yeah. You know, like Adelaide crushed Red's throat. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So that's and that initial swap. Talks funny. There's a girl, when she was given Christmas, she was giving sharp things that cut up her fingers. Mm-hmm. Going, okay, I'm thinking literal. This was literally happening. This Were you thinking literal? Uh, I was not, no. You were thinking... I was thinking uh, that, well, some parts of it literal, I, I, I didn't even think about the sharp things. She does use that line. I know some things literal because she was talking about the fact that she's eating raw rabbits. Right. She, they have no other food. She right. has to do everything that her clone is doing above. Again, now that's, that's another thing. Mm-hmm. We, we got we to, gotta, you're setting up the rules for the, for the universe for me right now. That's because, yeah. again, I'm putting myself in your hands. You tell me what's going on. Yeah. You yeah. know? Mm-hmm. So as you're saying, okay, so this is how it works. Sure. Yeah, y'all are up here, and there are people down below. And everything you have, we don't got that. Right. Everything you do, we have to do it too. And when you had a baby, I had to have a baby. Right. And when you had your second baby and you had a C-section, I had to tear it out of myself. And, you know, those sorts of things. So it's very much this this, uh, situation in which someone is coming up here Seeking vengeance for all for of the re- things. For, for actual things yeah. that actually happened. Yeah. Or, or, or when it's convenient for your story. I want to know more about that. Because it's like, you, when you found your prince, I had to find this guy Abraham. whether I wanted him or not. Sure. So I'm thinking there's a literal one for one that's happening. Mm-hmm. First watch, I haven't seen the underground, so right, I don't right. know we what's going on. Yet, you know, yeah. I'm going okay, cool. Second watch, I'm going how, where, when, who, what, huh? Mm-hmm. How does this? How does that work? Mm-hmm. It that's not even possible. What do you mean? Well, you guys just drove from somewhere else to Santa Cruz. Yeah. So the what's actually happening also- underground? Yeah. You know, and now... Do you think they're geographically exactly above one another? This is my problem with the movie. You're not explaining any of that. And you're asking me to make this giant leap to just go, okay. And I'm going, no, that doesn't make sense. Sure. Because you just told me at Christmas. So you guys know what Christmas is. Mm -hmm. 
You Martha, guys have Christmas. She, she would definitely know what Christmas is. Right, yeah. but you're saying you have to eat raw rabbits. So where are the rabbits coming from? Mm-hmm. Who's feeding the rabbits? Who's breeding the rabbits? Mm-hmm. Who's taking care of the rabbits? Yeah. Who's cleaning up after the rabbits? Yeah. What is what? Sure. What? That doesn't make sense. You're asking me to make a big jump just because you said so. But at the same time, you're also telling me that it's a one for one. Mm -hmm. And you're showing me it's a one for one later in the movie. You're showing the mother and father. Yeah. So you're showing me this one for one literal copying thing that's happening. Mm -hmm. So these are the stakes of the movie. So if it's one for one, how are you sitting in front of me? How do you have me tethered to this thing? Oh, How oh, are I you see. attacking me? How is any of this happening? Oh, okay. Well, I, I think I have an understanding of some of these things, but I also need to say that these things, while they linger and they're unanswered, they they personally they they don't bother me. Um, they're it, I don't know. They feel kind of like a scab. Like it's not it's not bothering me, but I'm just gonna keep picking at it because I'm. It's there. And there's a lot of stuff that I would love to know. Jordan Peele says that he's mapped out the whole mythology and the backstory and all that stuff. And obviously, I, I've maybe not obviously, I would love to know what all that is. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think, um, I don't know. I feel like it's just, I feel like it's just not that important to me for some it's reason. It's important because you brought it up, not you, Adam. It's important because, because you brought it up. The film brings it up. Right. If it's not important, then shut up about it. Yeah, you know what I mean. There's... But when you bring it up, you yeah. add, you're you're telling me the story. This is how it works, yeah. and then go. Ah, oh, no, 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 don't worry about it. Wait, ho- wait, wait, wait. Hold, hold on, hold on, hold on. Mm-hmm. Which one is it? Is this how it works? Sure. Or is these? Because what it sounds like to me in this part of the movie, they're going. He's going. Let me get these. Me- let me get these metaphors off. Mm-hmm. Let me let me break down like you know how it is when you're in your warm bed. Well, I'm in a cold bed, and that's what that means. Cause you know, like it's like, and I'm talking like this guy because this character I'm playing right now is the deep guy. Like I'm being deep. Like, I'm sure. trying to break it down for you, and it's like, yo, my guy, what are you talking about? You know, what I mean? and like in a in a real practical conversation. Like, but what does this have to do with anything? Sure. Because I'm watching a movie. I didn't come here to watch a TED Talk. Mm-hmm. Like, what does this have to do with progressing the story forward? Mm-hmm. Because you're sitting here telling me all this because you just want to wax eloquent mm-hmm. or because this is important stuff I need to know to understand the story. Mm-hmm. And I feel like Jordan wants to have his cake and eat it too. Yeah, He wants to use it enough to get his metaphors off but not hold to it to flesh the rest of the story out. Because from this point forward, the story, like the narrative starts falling apart. It starts how the world actually works mm-hmm. because that's what I came here for with the whole thing of like, even though you were telling me something in Get Out, the, the story didn't fall apart mm-hmm. for you to tell me the story. Mm-hmm. The whole story makes sense. Remove the point of it. Remove like the the, the metaphorical stuff you wanted to say I could have been a racist and been like, I understand what he's saying, and I don't like it. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. I can be a racist for it, against it, American, make America great again, and watch this movie and go, huh? So wait, so what happened? Mm-hmm. So wait, how do the doppelgangers work? Mm-hmm. And the fact that I'm in the movie having to do all of that is a huge distraction for me. Sure. And I can't step over that and go, well, it was for the Lord. Mm-hmm. No, you know what I mean? I can't, well, you know, he, he was making good points. Mm-hmm. No, he wasn't actually. You know what I mean? He yeah. was, he was, 
he was doing a lot. So the whole fight, you know, they're chasing after the doppelgangers, and it turns into a zombie movie. And I'm with it. I'm able to follow that stuff, but now it's separate from the stakes. You, it's separate. The stakes are now just, they explode. It's mm-hmm. like nothing matters now. Sure. Because you're just doing whatever you want in sure. the movie. You know, now you, Lupita, fast forward, run, meets, you know, Tim, Tim whatever, got Tim, Tim Heidecker, Tim Heidecker yeah. and slams him in the head with a, with a poker, and he's just like, ha, ha, ha. Mm-hmm. Okay, wait. So are they superhuman now? Are they mutants? Yeah. How is work. that? Sure. Or are you just doing horror movie tropes? Yeah. I th- so yeah, I think we're getting a little, a little bit of each. You see what? And that's what my problem. And that's where I'm saying the movie doesn't make sense. So then the twins, we have the whole twin fight. So you knock the twin off of the side, and then okay, she's dead. But then you do the horror movie trope. Oh, but she's, but she's back, mm-hmm. and it's like, so wait, how though? Because she was laying there dead. Was she playing that? What are you doing in this movie? You yeah. know what I'm saying? And every time one of those things happen, I'm going, come on, Jordan. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm following what you are trying to do, but your story is falling. Like, the actual narrative is decomposing in front of me. Like, well, you know, none of this is making sense. I think I, I think I read that Get Out took quite some time to put together as a as a movie mm-hmm. like the the idea from conception to fleshing out the idea to actually making the movie to getting a producer yeah. putting it out yeah right? it's your first it's your first you, you take your whole life to make your first album they say yeah and and i don't i don't want to say that there's a direct correlation here but i i happen to know that us took one year okay and i think there's something to that there there's less time spent belaboring the point whittling it down, getting it to as lean as it can possibly be. I think one of the greatest strengths of Get Out is its precision. It is such a precise movie. Yes. Everything yes. is on purpose. It's designed and choreographed so beautifully. Yes. And when it all wraps up, it is in a bow. Yep. And it's it doesn't mean that it's just done and you stop thinking about it. Yeah, there's still no, stuff you don't know. No, but the yeah. stuff you, like I said... As far as like being satisfied, being satiated. Sure. You're like, I could have dessert, but I don't need it. And that's why I think us as a second movie, regardless of it being related or not related to Get Out in any way, I'm not saying they're in the same universe or shit like that, but us as a second movie, I think is maybe more ambitious, but way more messy. It's it's really messy, and especially yes. in the second half of the movie, I think it really does start falling apart under its own logic. Yeah, because it it's I'm not I don't assume that Jordan Peele is lying when he says I have it all figured out. I just didn't decide to share it all. The okay. problem is, is we only have so much to work with, right? And so under our own scrutiny and the imagination that we have, trying to apply the logic mm-hmm. of the world, some of those things. It's tough. The only way that I can make things work is if I completely disregard it or I start coming up with my own headcanon, right? Which I don't want to do. I'm cool with doing that myself. My, my experience of this movie, I'm good with that. And I, the ends justify the means for me or maybe reverse, actually. The means justify the ends. Oh, that's it. For, if, for, if for I me, that for works. Me, that's, that don't, that don't, that ain't. That ain't it. Well, that's I, I'm okay that. with it because I think I. I it's basically what I, what saying I appreciate like, though. You meant well. Well, sure, but what what I appreciate is that what I got, I enjoyed. 
And the stuff that didn't work just didn't work. But I can still enjoy it. I think there's things, like I said, there's lots of things to enjoy. Yeah. But that does not a good movie make. It does not make this a good movie because there are cool things in it. We watch yeah. movies with amazing Transformers. Mm-hmm. Action scenes and boom, smash, kaboom, plow, yeah. bang. And then you're kind of like, what is this movie about? Yeah. You know I, see what what I see what you're saying, but I, I will take those cool things in context. And if cool things are interesting and new and doing things that I haven't seen before or doing them particularly well, I'll take that. If it's, you know, all of the Transformers movies look cool and I wouldn't be able to make them myself. Sure. But Michael Bay, please stop it. You know, yeah. I'm, this is enough. It's old. It's tired. I'm not impressed. I haven't seen anything new or interesting. Right. I think this movie is new and interesting. It just doesn't stick the landing. It. I mean, it. Like I say, it falls apart. When when Red when when she when Adley ends up downstairs mm-hmm. downstairs. I said downstairs because she has to go down the escalator. <laughs> How is there a working escalator that only goes down? Who's running the electricity? Why is everything so clean down here? Sure. What, where did, and she explains and breaks down how it all happened. Where did you guys get red jumpsuits from? Sure. Where did you guys get sandals from? Yeah. Where did you guys get the scissors from? Where did you get the one glove from? Mm. Now, I can, I, I follow with the one glove, Michael Jackson, Thriller, cool. Mm. I think sandals are maybe the last thing she was wearing when she went down there. Cool, fine. You know, the red jumpsuit, kind of boogeyman from Halloween. But sure. it's cool, cool, cool stuff. Actually, the, it was Jason Voorhees kind of has that jumpsuit, John. Right. Yeah. Also, you know, Jason Mask. But what the hell are you talking about? about sir sure. how did any of this happen yeah if, and if you're tethered and if you're literally doing a one-for-one thing when do you have time to plan a hostile takeover of the united states of america <laughs> how is that happening yeah the video of i'm folding my clothes and i'm like but how are you folding clothes when i'm upstairs upstairs in sleep mm-hmm. like when i'm yeah. at work when are you doing all of this and the thing that that i struggle with maybe more than anything else is at the point in which Lupita's uh, Adelaide that gets kidnapped and crushed throat and is now below. Yes. At the point in which that character realizes what happened and wants to come back. Why stage a revolution when you can just come back? Why don't you just, just run up? up the escalator? And I think there's there's symbolism, there's concept, there's something behind it, right? And I feel the symbolism I, and the concept, but it makes your movie not good. Sure. It, you know yeah, I mean? it's like it, 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 a few too many leaps, right? You make a leap of faith and things can work. All right, I can make Spider-Man work. can stick the walls. Cool. But a few too many leaps and things start getting This dude hard. asked me to jump the Grand Canyon. Yeah. That's what it feels like in this movie. If, if, I, if I could do something with this movie to change it, and I think make it better, the exposition, the entire monologue that we get at the very end from Red, I don't know if I need that. Uh, here's my thing. Can I, can I play armchair uh, quarterback Yeah, real quick? Armchair quarterback with Octavius A. Newman. Thanks, Adam. Here's what I do. See, all right, all right, Jim, here's what you do. What he needs to do is, I just went through like three A lot of different like, versions. Voices. It's like the Spider-Verse of John Madden. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, uh, Here's what I here's what I would like if I had to watch this movie again. Mm-hmm. If if I you know whatever, or that's literally what it is. Monday morning quarterback. Mm-hmm. I would say, look, don't explain it to me. Mm-hmm. I don't. If you would have just said, 
boogeyman. I go, okay, cool. Doppelgangers, sure. Red jumpsuits, gloves, okay. Don't explain it to me. Don't tell me why. Because now that you have volunteered this information, you can't take it away. Sure. You know, you can always add, but you can't take away. So you over-explained yourself. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? You told me too much. Because if you were to just say, hey, man, we're here. Here come the doppelgangers. And they're mad. Mm-hmm. Where they come from? Don't need to know. How they? Don't need to know. What mm-hmm. do they? Don't need to know. I don't need to know all of that. Yeah. And if the only twist was the one at the movie where you go, oh, my gosh, it was her the whole time. I'm like... Cool, good, sure. got it. That's all I needed. Yeah. But because you wanted to explain to me that they had to eat rabbits and then have the daughter wear a rabbit shirt and another shirt that means rabbit in Cantonese or something like Vietnamese. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't need all of that. You know what I'm saying? Like mm. you wanted to make the connection between, you know, the glove and Michael Jackson and the red jumpsuit and then we planned this revolution. I didn't need all of that. Mm-hmm. Do less better. That's what I would say. Yeah. You overdid it. You tried to do too much in this movie. Give me less stuff. Because this movie was a lot to like. There's so much potential. There's so many good things in it. I mean... Don't you wish there was... I don't know how this works. You know, music music gets remixed. Right. right? You like a song, you the, could... The, the get, Octavius cut? Yeah. Don't you wish that there was some practice in which... It was normal or it was easy and possible for people to just recut stuff with all of the stuff that there is. Because this movie. You mean like I could recut movies? It? Yeah, yeah. Like somebody, well, you know, the, uh, who was it? Topher Grace did right. the, the Star Wars Ultimate trailer. And he's also recut the Hobbit movies and he's recut the original Star Wars, the uh-huh. not original, but one, episodes one, two, three. Um, I wanna see that stuff. Not because I think it needs to happen in order to please me, but because I think it would be really neat to see what could be done if if I just move this piece over here and I just scrap that and take that out and I just move that a little bit. Because there are a couple of things that I would probably cut out and lean the movie out a little bit. And I would love it. Because all of the performers, everybody in the movie, is having a ball. And they're killing it. Yes. And the movie, I think, sometimes gets tongue-tied in its mm-hmm. own logic. Right. And it just doesn't work. Everybody's killing it. Everybody's doing a great job. Then Jason starts walking backwards, and then Pluto walks backwards into the, to the fire somehow. Oh, I got that. And then you're like, well, wait. Well, how is that happening? I got an explanation for that one. No, I thought no, actually— no, no, you don't. I thought a lot about the kids, because the kids have to be special. Why? Because the kids were made between a human on the surface and a person who was a clone underground. Okay. There's got to be something different with them kids. Okay. Because I don't know if there are other examples of that. We haven't met other examples of that. Mm -hmm. And so I was thinking, well, Red is leading this revolution because she can speak and is teaching people, all right, we don't need to do this anymore. And I'm going to teach you how to stop. And it's going to be hard for you, but I'm going to teach you how to stop. And we see moments when the adults break out of their their copycat habits, their mannerisms, but we also see moments when they slip back in. Like Abraham, the tethered version of Gabe, is up there and roaring and he's beaten up on Gabe, but there's a moment when Gabe fixes his glasses and Abraham touches his face, and then he kind of swats his own hand away. Mm-hmm. So I think there are a series of little habits that Red has been teaching them to stop doing so they can overcome their habits and come up. Kids... 
maybe not going to have an easier time with that because the kids are kids and Pluto is a child. And so when, uh, uh, Jason is exerting his control over his clone, his doppelganger, then, well, Pluto goes with it. We saw it when they were spending time in the closet and he puts on his mask and he takes off his mask and he puts his mask on again. And we saw the way that they were copying each other when he's moving his hand in a circle. But that doesn't make any sense. It works for me. I understand that it works for you. I'm not not taking away your experience. I'm not trying to yuck your yum. Mm -hmm. I'm just trying to say, for me, it's like, nah. Mm-hmm. You can't pick and choose, and then Red is slicing and dicing up Adelaide? Mm-hmm. How? Yeah. How does that work? You know what I'm saying? Sure. Now, you don't answer the things that, in my mind, would be helpful to answer, and then you over-explain a bunch of stuff that nobody asked you. Sure. So that, to me, as I'm watching that, I'm just going... What? Mm-hmm. How is that even? How is that even happening? Yeah. No explanation whatsoever, and completes this void of satisfaction. It, it's not even like, hey, I want to know how that happens. It's like you created a void. Mm. You brought something up that I wasn't even asking you, and go, want to know how Jason and Pluto are connected? And I go, yeah. And you go. <laughs> nothing you know what yeah. i mean it's like well, why did you bring it up why, yeah. it's like hey i gotta tell you something but i can't tell you right now mm-hmm. well, <laughs> why did you even tell me that I'll let you know something but i can never let you know ah. so the movie in my mind it did a lot of those things like even the the whole point which like you know when when you were this is this is red talking to adelaide you danced mm-hmm. above and it's the first time i ever danced okay so she is dancing. And they refer to that as the miracle. And then the miracle happened. Right. Is the miracle the dancing? Or is the miracle that I was following you? Or uh, was it that because up up the one she the one that was above, didn't she fall when she was performing? I think so, yeah. She fell or something, right? Something like that. So was it to communicate that you're the doppelganger, so you don't have full control over your body, but I do down here, even though she was dancing kind of funny. Sure. So she never danced before. And if it wasn't for you, I never would have danced. And I'm just kind of like, so is it the person who's below follows the one above? Yeah. Not sure. Not but sure. How did, I'm just so, there's so many questions that the movie brings up that every time, again, it brings up a question and goes, hey, do you want to know how this works? And I go, sure. And then you just leave me on red. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's like, stop talking to me. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think the movie has a lot going on. It sort of gets in its own way from time to time, which it just is what it is. Last thing I want to bring up, and then we can stop. I can stop rant, uh, ranting uh-huh. about this movie. How long have we been talking? Uh, enough hour, time. Hour and 10 minutes. A little while. Um, is that hour and 10 minutes? You know what's happening right now is uh, Tethered Me and Tethered You are down below I'm right now. Going, ah! 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 Yeah. Oh, yeah, and they, ah! they put out an episode ah! of, of that every other week. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome back to Comic Book Junto. 
it's horrible. So, you know, man, I've seen so many great memes. Excellent memes. Yeah. Oh, man. That's the thing. I mean, I, I, I want to pull pieces out of this that just work for me and yeah. are going to be patterns and symbols and ideas that stick with me for a long time. There's like a lot of stuff that I think will stick with me for a long time. Mm -hmm. Individually, independently. As a whole, it doesn't all work. It's like, uh, there's this... You know Green Eggs, the brunch spot in yes. Philly? Yep. They they have this uh, item on their menu called... Kitchen Sink? Kitchen Sink. You know what I'm talking about. Mm -hmm. Kitchen Sink is everything. Sure enough. All the stuff. In you, the one thing. In the one thing. You put it in a, a skillet, mm -hmm. and they just like, bam, and they heat that joint up, and then they give it to you. And the, the thing that I always... The, here's what always happens with the Kitchen Sink. I, I want it because I'm hungry. And then it comes out, I'm like, damn, it is bigger than I remembered it to be. Mm -hmm. And then I start eating it, and I realize, ah, it's a little cold in the middle. Because mm. there's a lot of stuff in there. Mm. And I think this movie, I mean, it's good. It tastes good. And there are individual bites that taste good. But it's a little cold in the middle. And I think this movie is a bit of the kitchen sink problem. There's a lot of stuff in there. It didn't bake thoroughly. <laughs> it didn't all come together. Oh, man. I still enjoy pieces of it. And I'm, and, and. I'm gonna take some home with me. Mm -hmm. But the good that has come out of this movie is memes, conversations, dialogues, discussions, and there is a lot of stuff in it. Uh, I'm gonna talk about one more cold piece because I just have to talk about. I have to get all this stuff out. I've been holding, and I got five on it. It's getting played mad times. Yeah, on they get that money. Yes, they, they get are. that money. Good for them. Um, last thing, when Jason. And Adelaide, they, you know, I found you, I found you at the end, at the bottom, right? She's like, it's me, it's me, it's going to be okay, you know? And Jason goes, no. What's that? What is that? What? Because apparently Jordan is telling me that this is important somehow, mm -hmm. you know? And then at the end of the movie, when they're driving and they do the flashback and they the show, look. and he's looking at her and he pulls down the mask, mm -hmm. you know? What is that? Mm -hmm. Like, what, what, what am I to take from that other than want to know if their relationship is, like, all good? I actually like that part. But it would be, I would have liked it if it would have been more clear and wouldn't have been, like, polluted with all these other possibilities that could have been what's going on. Sure. The thing is, it's one thing to say... It's one thing to point me in a certain direction, but not tell me what to look at, but I know mm -hmm. it's over there. You know what I'm saying? Sure. It's another thing to kind of go, open your eyes. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's like, I could, what do you want me to look at? And you just go, black. Mm -hmm. I'm like, well, bro, like, the only thing I can think of is like, there's some sort of special relationship between Adelaide and Jason. Like, maybe Jason is a doppelganger. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? But yeah. then that doesn't make sense necessarily because Jason's looking at her. Like, something's not right about you. Yeah, my, my interpretation is that Jason had seen on several occasions, he, he witnessed his mother acting more like the tethered right. than like a human. Right. Or like a surface person, I should say. Yeah. Because they even say that they're humans down there. Anyway. Yeah. Um, so my, my interpretation, my take on that is Jason knows. How is it going to change their relationship? Mm -hmm. I don't know. Right. Now, I want to know... What your thoughts are on this, does Red or Adelaide, surface Adelaide, uh -huh. know that she is from below? 
based off of the way she is here's the here, here's the problem right mm-hmm. in my mind because jordan in his movie at least to me is so he's not anchored in anything it's hard to be able to make that deduction based off of other true things you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. so it's like now he's a now he's a, he's an unreliable storyteller mm. you know so i can't i can't go if this then that sure i can't do the scientific method i can't build anything so there's an aspect of it that's like well she sure enough is acting like she doesn't know what's going on mm-hmm. you know and even as the explanation is going on but are you mean to tell me that when you do the flashback and you do all the smiling, like the 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 creepy smiling, like this creepy smiling person doesn't know what's going on, mm-hmm. you know? And that moment, like I just, I have no idea. That's the problem. I have no clue. No, I have a read, and my read is dependent on the the ideas of classism being a part of the story okay my read is she doesn't know because she has suppressed it for an extremely long time Uh and later in the film it's starting to creep into her and she's realizing oh god i used to be down there i used to be that thing and the way that that ties into my interpretation is that idea of like coming up from the bottom you know, I... I you, oh, you forgot where you came from. Yeah, you, you forgot where you came from. Like, not only that, but you continued pummeling people so they will stay down there. Right. Where you came from. Oh, why didn't you... Why couldn't you have just taken me with you? Sure. Like, yeah. think about why why couldn't we just walk out of there together? Right. And so I'm thinking about that, like, it has something to say about that concept of, you know, us... About privilege. Oh, like crabs in a barrel. Mm-hmm. Like, for me to come up. You got to go. Down. I got to take you all down, and we're we're not coming up here together. And so the real, truly revolutionary thing that Red was doing was bringing everyone up with her, right? And that that's what made this big revolution and the big difference between her and Adelaide on top. If we build some head cannon, there's some really dope things that Jordan is doing in this movie. I think I've been doing that at least enough since we first saw the movie that I'm not even sure where my ideas originally start and where the ideas <laughs> I got from the movie stop. But there's some really dope things about the idea of saying we're Americans Mm -hmm. and going like we're humans too, you know, just because we're below you, like, doesn't mean that we're less than you. Yeah. The idea of being satisfied with what you have and not comparing yourself to other people. Yeah. You know, and even Adelaide ultimately seeing that the bad things that are happening to you and your family and everybody around you right now are because of the initial thing that you did. So even thinking about slavery and, you know, Native yeah. Americans, like, yeah. you know, <clears throat> all that concept the trauma, of like, the guilt. you've done something to someone a long time ago, and now not only do you have to deal with the consequences of that, revolu- that, that revolt, but the people around you, people who generations later might not have even been the people who did it. Sure. You know? Yeah. <clears throat> I've but, also heard, it, I, I think, an interesting take on the film and one of the concepts, the, the possible messages that might be in the movie, which is that men are no longer fit to lead. And there's always, interesting point too. There's always been this, this idea, especially a trope in, in just movies and media in general, that like men are the hero. Horror, I think, often subverts that. You have the final girl. You have the the person right. who is like the survivor, the chosen one, that sort of thing. And that has its own stereotypes and, and problematic issues. But you have that in horror. But in this movie, 
the men, the grown men that we see Mm -hmm. often ignore their wives or their partners or they're not capable of taking care of their their family. Right. You know, we had uh, little Adelaide's dad who was like clearly not looking after her and she goes and she gets lost. Yep. And then we have, um, I, I cannot talk trash on Winston Duke, but he was not saving his family, though. Though he was, he's, <laughs> he's injured, trying, and like God love him. We're not doing this. He's yeah, like, you don't get to make, you don't get to decide what we do anymore. Yeah, right. And so his wife tells him, "No, you're no longer fit." Then we have Tim Heidecker's character, straight up, doesn't want to do what his wife says. Right. She's like, "Go look outside." And he's like, "I don't want to leave my cozy he's spot." In my cozy spot right now. Yeah, and so we see that, and uh, I, I think there's. There's something interesting in there. I don't know if that's intentional or if that's just a pattern that emerges, but this, there are pieces that are interesting. There are very interesting pieces in this movie, mm-hmm. but it's the kitchen sink, I think. Yeah. Yeah. Let's give it a letter grade. Uh, what you got? I'm giving it a B minus. Really? I'm giving it a B minus. I really enjoyed it. I really enjoyed it. And the second time I saw it, I actually liked it more because my hype and my expectation of what it could be the first time had suppressed my understanding, like you've pointed out, and it suppressed my ability to really grok it, really feel it. The second time I saw it, I knew what it was. I knew what to look for. And I had more fun just reveling in the performances and everybody in the movie. I just had more fun on its face. And I was good with some of my uncertainties. I give it a B minus because for me, it is better than an average movie, but it was also really messy and not totally coherent. <sighs> this is very difficult for me. Speak your truth. Because the story is a D. <laughs> a D? The story. The storyline is a D. That's a passing grade, but oof. It's not good. This yeah. is what I'm trying to say you, to you. Your like, mom I'm, gives you a talk to <clears throat> I'm like, yeah, I'm, I'm giving Jordan a talk to them. Like, hey, 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 listen. Octavia, hey, Jordan Peele. Thank listen, you for listening. Thank to you the for podcast. the five stars and positive comment. comment. Uh, Octavius just wrote, see me at the top of your page. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> see me after class. Yeah, man. It's like the story is like, it's below average. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Um, the acting is above average. The acting is like a, is like a, B. The directing is a B. Like all the other stuff is like, man, this is really good. So it like averages out as like a it's in the C-ish range. Where it fits in that, it's hard for me because I'll think about some things and go, oh man, this is masterful. Sure. Think about and I'll think about that storyline. I'll be go, I'll go, what? Mm-hmm. There are bad movies that are better. Than this, I feel you know like I, I feel like a teacher would give that a seventy six. I'm like, you know what you did, you have promise, but you know what you did, a seventy six. It's like, yeah, it's a, it's, a, it's like a, it's like a. I think it's more of like a seventy. Oh, you know what ooh. I mean? It's a low C. It's uh-huh. like, hey man, see like, in my school district that was a D. Seventy outright was a D. What's a what's a sixty nine? Is a, is a D? I right? No, my school was just wild and we do whatever <laughs> we want with numbers. Yeah, you know what? We go go ahead and make a sixty nine a B. <laughs> but it's a it's a it's a low C. It's like it's average, but because of Octavius and what matters to me, it's a low C because sure. it's like. You can do all the cool stuff you want. Like, I mean, Ophelia called the police. Fuck the police! Like, that's <laughs> that. That's a funny moment. It's like the music is actually going, no, ma'am. Yeah. The police are not going to save you from this one. That's cool. Like, that's really cool stuff. Yeah, yeah. And then it's like 
what is going on after that now? Yeah. It's almost like a C minus for me, man. It's a sure. low C. I feel you. And I and I cringe saying it. Mm-hmm. Because it's kind of I understand. Like I get I it. I don't want that to be the case. But if I'm honest with myself, after watching it twice, going back to the conversation about seeing it twice, it just it it made me double down on what I thought the first time of like, no, sure. this has got some serious plot holes in it. Sure. And as a result, it just like this thing was riding that like man, this is a like good eighty five, eighty eight, eighty nine. Man, depending on how they end it, this could like work its way up to an A, you know. Mm-hmm. And then when the doppelgangers show up, it's just like, what is this movie? I'll tell you this: it makes me excited for Jordan Peele's take on the Twilight Zone. Yeah, because this movie felt like a messy bunch of ideas that you might see in the Twilight Zone, right? And I think television, maybe a shortened format, just like Twilight Zone is about ideas. Mm-hmm. And it's okay if it doesn't come off across perfectly. No one's really it's the Twilight Zone. Like the the what is the monster that's on the on, on the, the wing, on the, the wing. airplane. You know, yeah. how's the monster looking at William at uh, Shatner? Like you mm-hmm. don't worry about that. Whatever. So it's you know, it's, it's more accepted. about just brain teasers and head scratchers and, and stuff like that that's just a little unsettling, a little troubling. Yeah. I'm excited about his run with the Twilight Zone because is he of his writing movie. Any of those is he directing any of those that's a great question i would have to look it up i think he's just producing it yeah and he's uh playing the um he's playing the uh di- not the director the um host. Uh, he is uh he is writing some if not all of the twilight oh, zone so that's a good thing okay yeah okay us makes me excited for the twilight zone i'm very excited about that and i'm and i just want to end it with this there's room and grace for people to have We've all had less than stellar performances. Mm-hmm. And that does not mean in any way, shape, or form that I'm not looking forward to the next thing that Jordan Peele does. I'll be li- lined up mm-hmm. for the next thing he does. Sure. Because I think that he's super talented, very excited. And this is the thing that I've heard in the black community. It's hard to be critical to black folks who get a chance to make it mm-hmm. for fear that we don't get to have C's. Yeah, you've, you've mentioned that before. Yeah, we're raised to go, you got to be twice as good. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like If you act like a regular person, they'll take everything from you. So there's a fear of like, I've even talked to some of my friends, and they're just like, man, I'm afraid to go against the culture. And you know what I mean? And say that this movie was a letdown. So I think the story, I think the, the movie itself was exciting and enjoyable, but it is not satisfactory. It's, it's, not, it's not a satisfying movie sure. for the audience. As an audience member, I'm seeing a lot of this. When we first watched it and I went and listened and watched reviews, everybody was like, it's a masterpiece. And I'm like, come on, y'all. Ain't nobody got no criticism at all. It's got a 95% on Rotten Tomatoes. But the cinema score is... L- lower than that i believe that's right yeah so and i'm seeing more and more people who are having a similar feeling of like i enjoyed this but i don't understand it i enjoyed this but i have a lot of questions i enjoyed this but i'm confused you know and i think that's a big overwhelming thing that i'm seeing from the culture of like man lupita was dope do you know what happened at the end (laughs) do you understand what happened at the end Mm -hmm. yeah that's where we're at that's us that's it. Yeah. United mm-hmm. States is wild. Yeah. Yeah, it is. Uh, we also have another one shot coming up sometime soon. We're going to be doing a one shot for Shazam, which, believe it or not, we saw 
weeks ago, it yes. feels like. Yes. Uh, I'm going to go and see that one again. Yeah. So I could just dip in one more time. Right. One more again. And then we'll do a one shot for that. And uh, we should have more CBJ stuff for you to follow. Absolutely. Yeah. So, internet, thank you for listening to our movie review for us, Jordan Peele's second movie. Um, we want to know what you guys think about us. Hit us up at Octavius A. Newman, at Adam Tedderus, at Comic Book Junto on Twitter. Um, oh, I just changed my name on Twitter. It's now. That's How a, many E's is that? It's like three E's. Okay. Yeah. Okay. All you right. Figure out where to put them. Just put. Just type in Adam Tedders, mm-hmm. and then the, the at will. It'll find come it. Up. Mm-hmm. Yeah. How do I know you're not a doppelganger? How do you know? Right. You ever think about maybe you're the doppel? That that's See, interesting. That's thing. what I'm saying. It's like in the in the in the sci-fi, it's like you find out you're an android. You find mm-hmm. out you're an artificial intelligence. It was me the whole time. I've replaced the human. Crazy. Ugh. Crazy. Yeah, that's why I'm saying, you know, imagine how stressful that realization is if you just repressed it. Whatever trauma you experienced, and then you were raised to believe that you were always this, you were always the same person. Right. And one day you just remember like, why is it that I always remember this thing with rabbits? I don't know where that comes from. What's that memory? What is that? And then it all clicks into place. Why is my daughter wearing two shirts in a row that have to do with rabbits? Oh, man. I don't know. Why does my son have a magician shirt on? <laughs> he was wearing that little, like, magician's tuxedo do shirt. Do you think Jason is a doppelganger? I don't. But I could be swayed. I'm, I would need I don't know. Evidence. I don't. See, but, again, same reason why I can't really say much of anything else is because, like, I don't have anything to I don't have to have anything to anchor my carabiner to and swing from to make that claim. Jordan Peele says that he would be willing to make more movies within this universe. Well, there's also a question of saying like is this a part of the Jordan Peele universe already? Is this connected to Get Out? Yeah, he said in an interview cannot confirm nor deny that they are connected. He's like, is is it possible that this is connected? He's like, anything's possible. No comment. But yeah. the general idea is that this is what people are, this is the jump people are making, you know, people who are trying to rip the government, air quote, they, whoever they is, were able to duplicate these bodies that could control people up top by using the bottom like puppets, which again, the movie kind of blows that up. It doesn't really make sense. But anyway, that's what they're saying. But it's been abandoned for generations, they say. Yeah. So I don't know who's been, whatever. But the whole idea is it's about control. Mm-hmm. You know they put fluoride in the water to control us? Control, I right? I guess nobody cares about the end of the world. Yeah. Yeah. So similarly, in Get Out, spoilers for Get Out, spoilers, they're trying to control black folk by getting in their body by, you know, the whole brain switcheroo thing. Mm-hmm. But there's a sliver of them that's left. Right. So... Is this the same group of people? Is this the same government? You know, it's basically saying that they're, some black people are scrolls. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> In a weird way, it is. They're kind of scrolls, right? So, Captain Marvel was reaching for that illusion, by the way, itself. It was very much going for that. They're persecuted people. Yeah, but they're scrolls. Yeah, but they're scrolls. Yeah. yeah. So... I mean, I don't know. Are some of these people scroll? Are scrolls? Are some of these people white people in black people form? Uh-huh. I don't know. So there's there's a lot of theories out there. Get to googling, guys. Get your uh, detective detective gear on and go out there and figure out what's going on mm-hmm. in us. And please um, hit me up and let me know what the conclusion is. Yeah.
try and enjoy it. You know, find something fun in there. Yeah. That's it. That's our review. Let us know what your thoughts are, what your letter grade is. And that's all we got. We love y'all. Until next time, peace. Peace.